Wolf, get away from those sheep. Bollocks. You're listening to the Wolf and the Shepherd podcast. Broadcasting from Fort Worth in the great state of Texas. Now, get ready for this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Welcome to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Today, we're going to be talking about absinthe. Absinthe that makes the heart grow fonder. Now, Before we get started, there's one thing that I do want to add, and I want to add it right up here in the front of the podcast because we're kind of lazy, and so if it ever comes out where I've got to edit this, I just want to put it in the front. But we do not have an official absinthe sponsor. So if you're interested in being an absinthe sponsor, please get a hold of us. And Lucid, if you are listening, I would like you to be our absinthe sponsor because you're my favorite absinthe. Ooh. Currently. Okay, good call there. Yeah. All right, so now that we're done with business, yeah. let's talk about absinthe. Yeah, absinthe, also known as the green fairy. Mm. Yeah, just like the Incredible Hulk's brother who's into Broadway show tunes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. he's the green fairy also. It's too bad he doesn't have that many appearances in the movies and everything. Yeah. Well, they're a bit embarrassed of him, a bit like you remember when Scooby Doo they had to get rid of Scrappy Doo because of the ratings. Well, that's true, yeah, that's, lots of backlash. Yeah, can you imagine if Scrappy Doo would have came out today with like Twitter and everything else? He would have been canceled probably after two episodes. I hated him, I'd I did too. Not talk about him ever again on this yeah. podcast. Yeah, let's not bring this down. Absinthe, absinthe now, for those of you who don't know what absinthe is, I recommend you go out and buy some find yourself a blacked out kind of like four or five days where you don't have anything going on and just sit back and enjoy it. Right. Yeah. But we also need to mention only go out and buy it if you're of legal age to yeah. purchase it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to have to steal it. Right. So we, do, we don't want to advocate We don't advocate that. stealing right. absinthe. Right. Right. Other things. Other things. That you go could, for it. Yeah, that go you could it. share. Yeah. We're okay with yeah, that. Yeah. Sharing is caring. Yeah, especially in digital format. Exactly. If you... MP3, MP4, right. go for it. Yeah. Yeah. We miss you, Napster. Yeah. So anyway, absinthe, it's an anise, which I think um, the full name comes from like aniseed or something, which is kind of licorice It's an anise-flavored spirit derived from plants, including flowers and leaves of wormwood, which together with uh, green anise, sweet fennel, and other medicinal and culinary herbs are put together, and they make absinthe from it. Why do English people pronounce the H in herbs? Herbs? Yeah. Herbs? I don't know. They didn't explain it when they first introduced us to the words. Well, somebody, there was some stand-up comedian that had a whole bit about it, but it's kind of weird how in America we call it herb, but in Britain it's herb, which is the way it's spelled. So I got to give the English that part. But yeah, then as you're, you know, going over this, you said herb. Yeah. You threw me off. I thought you were talking about some dude that was living in the trailer park down the way from the studio. Yeah. But then the Americans also messed up with calling Arkansas, Arkansas, when Arkansas was there for the taking. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So anyway, those ingredients, it sounds like a lot of unnecessary information. All you really need to know about absinthe, if you've not been familiar with it in the past, is it's green and it will mess you up really quickly. Right. Yeah. Now, have you had absinthe before? I have. Multiple times. Yeah. Now, you actually had it in Europe as well, didn't you? No, I've never been oh. to Europe. Oh, 
that's another dream which wasn't true right right now i know we make a lot of stuff up but yeah my trip to europe hadn't happened yet now by the next podcast maybe i backpacked in europe through college yeah now ironically it was probably absinthe which gave me that dream that you'd actually had absinthe in europe that could be true, yeah. and if I have some absinthe <laughs> later on tonight, maybe I'll remember my backpacking trip through Europe. Yeah. Now, what did you think of absinthe when you had it? The very first time I had absinthe was at a buddy's house. Uh, rest in peace, Stephen Bigelow. And so I uh, went over to his house, and I had always heard about absinthe and found out that I could actually go buy it. So when we bought it, we bought the bottle and it came with the absinthe spoon and i know we're gonna get into that later on so i won't let that go and we bought the sugar cubes and i thoroughly enjoyed it nobody else liked it Mm. so fast forward to the only other time i've had it i had it in a little kind of makeshift speakeasy in utah used to be a speakeasy now of course it's not a speakeasy anymore but they kind of kept that speakeasy feel and uh, had a really good experience with the absinthe there. I'm pretty sure the absinthe I had in Utah versus what I bought, because you know me, I bought the cheapest bottle I could find. Right. I'm pretty sure the absinthe I had in Utah at this little speakeasy was some pretty good stuff. Yeah. Now, even the cheapest absinthe is still pretty expensive. True. You know. Well, and yeah, when I saw the prices on it, obviously I went for yeah. the cheapest bottle. Yeah. You need to decide to treat yourself if you are indeed going to invest and here come the police now we didn't yep. mean it about now, stealing downloads can you hear it it's can you hear it past are, are they past okay yeah. good good uh thank you to the fort worth police for uh, watching out for crime uh, we yeah. we are not advocating crime uh we, we know that there is absolutely no possible way you're hearing this right now because we haven't put it on the internet yet but uh, you never know with the government. Maybe, maybe the Fort Worth police snuck in a microphone in here. Maybe. And it yeah. could have happened. Yeah. So I thought to cover the general public's views and questions on absinthe, I should do what we normally do, and that's consult Google. Right. And so I started typing in absinthe, and as usual, the autocorrect stuff came up. Sure. So I figured what I'd do, I'll take those first five questions, which are suggested in autocorrect, run with them because okay. i think that probably give a broad base of information which they sure. can't really blame on us now because we're just repeating it so as you type this in did you remember how to spell absinthe eventually yeah okay good but did google help you out a little bit with that well first of all when the suggestions started coming up of why i should avoid sex i realized i'd spell absence wrong right yeah because that's abstinence and that's uh, yeah. not the same thing apparently exactly yeah i'm pretty sure it's not yeah so first question why is absinthe so bad that should put hmm. you that should put you at ease if you're well, a little bit hesitant in trying it yeah but why is absinthe so bad i mean yeah. that could be taken a couple of different ways yeah. why is absinthe so bad as far as the taste right or why is absinthe so bad as in what could it do to you yeah yeah i wonder who was typing that i wonder what they meant behind that know. Absinthe has often been portrayed as a dangerously addictive psychoactive drug and hallucinogen, which is why I went out and bought the first bottle. That, right. I think that line kind of convinced me I need to go out and buy it. Honestly, I think my first you know experience when I went to buy it was kind of along those similar lines. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, this is yeah. supposed to do is this. this a dare? And, <laughs> and I can literally go down to the store and buy this. Yeah. I'm okay. game. Yeah. yeah, let's try. Yeah. It's a Tuesday, isn't it? You know, four right. more days of work left, including today. Exactly. Yeah. 
So the chemical compound thujone, which I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but that's what we're going with, which is present in the spirit in trace amounts, was blamed for its alleged harmful effects. So that is why absinthe is so bad. Because of that thujone. Thujone. Wow. Yeah. It sounded like it'd make a great kind of super villain in the uh, it, Avengers. No, movies. that's exactly what I was just thinking yeah. right now, Thujon. is that it does sound like a yeah. comic book villain. Yeah. Maybe it is. Yeah. Although I'll probably be cheering for him. Yeah. To be honest. Oh, especially yeah. if he has anything to do with absinthe. Yeah. What if what if his sidekick is an absinthe distiller? <laughs> you know, like Batman has the Batcave, right? So what if Thujon, the supervillain, makes all his money from selling absinthe and right. he's making it like in the basement? Yeah. Kind of like a meth lab. Yeah. Absinthe. But legal yeah legal you know that's the only thing he no, does legal because he's illegal a, amounts of fusion oh there you go yeah because he yeah. is a super villain not yeah. a superhero yeah. so yeah he's got to do something bad right. yeah. to get him started yeah. no that makes sense maybe he could drive a gas guzzling vehicle or something to kind of put a bad slant on him true yeah uh marvel comics uh for that we will accept uh cash of what i don't know 72 dollars no crate of absence oh oh that's a good point yeah so second question is absinthe legal in the united states it is indeed legal in the united states and it has been legal in all states since 2007 but it comes with regulated thujone levels no kidding yeah so who's the thujone tester um maybe that's a career path yeah, we should have went down so we that. Yeah. yeah they'd probably so get that, through a few of them because you can't work consecutive days sure not only that but if you're the thujone tester and then you find too much, and you're like, yeah. oh, sorry, nope, this is no good, and then yeah. you take it home. Yeah. You know, be one of those work, work one day, three days off type jobs. It would. It, that's a perfect work from home job. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, because you can, you know, drink the absinthe that has too much thujum and then drop the bottle, take a picture of the broken bottle, and just, you know, pour some water around it and say... Sorry, I, I know this is my seventh bottle that I broke this week, mm. but uh, yeah, I wasn't able to test the Thujone yeah. levels in this one, so you better send me another one. Yeah. Now, at this point, after the first two questions, people obviously started getting worried. So question number three, can absinthe kill you? Yes. Yes. It's now known that wormwood, or at least some varieties of it, contain Thujone, which can indeed cause seizures and death. But... The alcohol in absinthe would kill you long before you drank enough to get the other effects. That sounds like one of those challenges. It sounds like another challenge. Yeah. So, kids on TikTok. Oh, yes. This is instead of trying to strangle yourselves until you pass out because a six occasion is not cool. Try drinking lots of absinthe. Yes. Yes. Uh, the the absinthe challenge on the absinthe TikTok. Absinthe challenge. Yeah. Sponsored by yeah. Reebok. Yeah. Right. Now, I know at this point... Oh, wait, no. Wait. Sponsored by Nike. Yeah, because we don't yeah. like them either. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Reebok. Um, no. You got a raw deal on Jerry yeah. Maguire for that deal, so yeah. we'll, we'll let you slide. Yeah. The yeah. Absinthe Challenge, which you die from quicker, sponsored by Nike. Yeah. Yep. Brilliant. I love it. So, I know what about 75% of our listeners are thinking at the moment. Where can we buy large quantities of Wormwood and pure Thujone? Yes. Yeah. So... It would be irresponsible for me. Uh, honestly, to get the it, it might to this. be it might be seventy five percent of our listeners, but it's fifty percent of the people recording this podcast. Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. Because you've already done the research, so I already know. Yeah. So it would be responsible for me to tell people where they can get Thujone from. But you can buy Wormwood on eBay and and on Amazon. And remember, Wormwood contains Thujone. So without putting two and two together for people, if you want more Thujone, perhaps buy more of the thing that contains the Thujone. Right. Yeah. That reminds me of the... uh, the deal it was back during the prohibition where there were guys that were selling bricks of grapes that were already dehydrated or whatever and on the instructions on the package it said do not do the following with this or you will create wine right and so it was (laughs) that old just kind of get around it like they called it a warning but they were literally telling Mm -hmm. people how to take this home and what to do to make their own wine yeah that always makes me laugh about when they talk about any type of psychoactive ingredient in almost any product and they say um oh it's regulated so if you only have one of these you only get five percent of this and it takes you know 12 percent you know for it to have this effect it's like "Mm, no way am i taking three that's right yeah (laughs) Yeah. i I will definitely follow that warning label yeah exactly it's like yeah if you want to reach this effect definitely don't take three of them yeah, it's kind of like, you know, they say you should not drink alcohol when you're pregnant or while operating heavy machinery. Right. I'd like to see a pregnant person drink a glass of alcohol while operating heavy machinery. <laughs> not yeah. that I advocate alcohol fetal syndrome or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. I just think that'd be funny. Yeah. You don't see a lot of pregnant women operating heavy machinery. Well, you know what it's like once they get pregnant. It's just like any excuse to just sit on their ass. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Chinese have got the right idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how does absinthe make you feel? That's question number four, by the way. I'm not getting personal with a shepherd there. Oh, okay. So how does it make you feel? So people are confused about what alcohol does, or are they a little bit confused because absinthe and all the... Yeah. mystery behind it well it is a little bit different i mean i well yeah i mean i'm have quite a lot of lucid dreams as it is but on absinthe you have extended dreams which seem to last for hours upon hours upon hours and then when you wake up it takes about 20 or 30 minutes to kind of fully convince yourself you're not still dreaming i mean it really does have effects way past when the alcohol wears off gotcha oh that makes sense yeah yeah. Once again, you know that they're saying there's nothing really there, but there's something oh, there. Oh, there definitely is. I mean, me and my girlfriend, we used to drink about half a bottle each of it, and then take a walk around Grapevine Lake here in North Texas at about you know one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning, and yeah, it would mess with your head. Like every sight, every sound was amplified, and it, yeah, it really gave you a, a kind of freaky experience. But so what you're telling me is. Our buddy Frank Kane ought to go out on one of his Bigfoot hunts and drink some absinthe yeah, first. Yeah. Then he's going to find Bigfoot. Yeah. So, Frank, we know you're listening. There's your assignment. Yeah. You know, you need to do the Bigfoot hunt that you want to do yeah. on absinthe. Yeah. So, the Google answers that question about how does absinthe make you feel with absinthe is an extremely potent liquor. Believe, which is incorrect, by the way. It's not a liquor. Believed to cause hallucinations along with intense euphoria. It's also believed to have other dangerous consequences, such as those caused from acute alcohol intoxication. Well, now, when you say it's not a liquor, do you mean it's not a liqueur? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
It, do you pronounce that word the same liqueur and liquor? Nope. Oh. You just misread it. <laughs> yep. Okay. It's my because I didn't put the E on the end of it. Because uh, I think liqueur has an E on the end, isn't it? Nah, it's in the middle somewhere. I think it still ends with an R. Does it? I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. You might be right. Yeah. 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 Well, so, so big surprise that it's uh, actually from the alcohol intoxication. Right. So question five. You knew eventually somebody was going to ask this. Will absinthe or thujone show up in a drugs test? No, you know what? That's a fair enough question. Yeah. First of all, we yeah. all know alcohol will show up in a urine test. Right. Yeah. Now, I mean, most times when you take a drug mm. test, they're not really checking for that unless you're like a truck driver, yeah. gotten an accident, yeah. and they want to send you off for that, yeah. right? But thujone, yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of curious. Well, it's structurally related to THC, but it won't show up. Ab and it, they can't tell whether they've had absence or wormwood. It won't show up in any drugs test. And obviously the alcohol content will, but right. they can't tell that you specifically had wormwood, you know, thujone, you know, and absinthe on it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, you figured it would be, if, if this thujone is so scary, right? Yeah. You'd think that would be on kind of a list of drugs or whatever that you would check somebody for. Illegal, it, I mean, it's illegal to actually sell kind of like pure thujone. So, I mean, it's, it's like a lot of things. I mean, you know, there's some things which get banned, which are actually perfectly legal. I mean, you know, athletes, some athletes can't have too much cough syrup. You know, oh. They can't have too much caffeine because it's a performance-enhancing drug. I don't think Thujone can really be accused of being performance-enhancing. Probably the opposite. Right. Well, it's like that poor horse that won the Kentucky Derby last week, um, and then they tested him, and he had too much steroids. Like, yeah. man, it's a horse. Yeah. Like, he didn't have the choice. So yeah. why are you taking this out on that poor horse? Yeah. Do you think that horse took his little hooves and says, oh, I want to shoot this up in my arm and, and make me stronger no yeah. it wasn't the horse it was his owners and everything else if they had too much so why why are you after the horse why are you trying to be so mean to this horse and it wasn't his fault do you think his raging erect penis gave the game away that's a possibility yeah, yeah. so i suppose other than encouraging the audience to go out and buy some absinthe with their first available uh leftover the stimulus check um, we probably should add a little bit more educational element to it just to let people know about absinthe, where it came from, how long it's been about, why people got pissed and banned it, ah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, let's dive into yeah. that. Yeah. So did you know that early forms of absinthe, or I think it's more kind of drinkable wormwood then, actually goes back to biblical times? No. Yeah. You're kidding. Yep. I would have figured there'd Ab be like warning against it in the New Testament, but there wasn't. Right. Uh, so absinthe was in the Bible or wormwood was in the Bible? Well, ma it's made out of wormwood. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So they Which weren't absinthe making. Absinthe is made out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got you. But so the Bible's basically talking about the wormwood. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't they when they talk about that comet in the sky, um, with like the end of times, isn't that called like wormwood? Because it's got something to do with bitter taste or the yeah snake no, or that's, something like that no that's in revelation it, yeah it is called wormwood right I, yes and it, it turns is. the water on the earth bitter or something like right that. yeah yeah which Not basically really my, uh... well I, i'm pretty sure when john was writing that you know on his little island there in patmos kind of like on an island with mm. pat beeman yeah but on an island st john of patmos yeah i wonder if he just didn't like black licorice well, I wonder if he'd been drinking absinthe, because that would make a lot more sense, given uh, some of the uh, imagery he used. Well, not only that, but he could have, you know, uh, looked over and was like, yeah. what do I want to call this? 
looks over his bottle of absinthe. He's like, ah, oh, wormwood. Yeah, that, that's yeah. cool. You know, yeah. even the greatest writers get writer's block every now and then. Yeah. So maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Despite being known as the green fairy, absinthe can also be colorless. Really? Yeah. I know both the times that I've had the absinthe that I, by the way, remember. It was green. It was not clear. Yeah. I've never seen clear absinthe. I, I think even I think when I've been trying to sell some vodka and passing it off as absinthe. Oh, like basically boosting up the price yeah, and like saying this meth is... or something. Yeah. yeah. No, that's smart marketing. Though. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? it really is. Yeah. So if if that's what they're doing, yeah. more power to you. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. So um, just make sure your sponsor is Nike. Yeah. So it's not traditionally bottled with added sugar, which is why it's not a liqueur. So technically, it's a spirit. Yeah, and because, see, that's how you spell liqueur there. Oh yeah, you spelt it right on this piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, amazing, yeah. isn't it? Good for you. Yeah. You know. Well, you know why you spelled it wrong? Because I copied it off that same article, which called it a liqueur, so it's inaccurate oh. in that. So they couldn't even spell what it was actually. There you not. go. Yes. Yeah. Let Let's blame others for oh, our mistakes. Unless that... they did mean that it's a liquor, as in a liquor. Oh. Yeah. Maybe uh, it could have uh, been. Maybe they yeah. Were right. Okay. Well, we won't blame Screw them. Screw them. So we've learned something today then. Admittedly, it's about alcohol again, but it's a good start. Yeah, but, you know, that's a recurring theme, yeah. especially with a beer sponsor for yeah. our podcast. I mean, yeah, we, we're not afraid of alcohol, yeah. so, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Did you know absinthe was given to French troops in the 1840s to prevent malaria? No kidding. Yeah. So this is, you know, pre-quinine, so... Mm. Uh, Kind of wish I would have had some absinthe with me when I went to Papua New Guinea and got malaria. Well, I wonder sound, if that would have worked. Well, it sounds like it would kill COVID then as well, because that oh. key component in the malaria medicine is also that's true that quinine stuff as well. It's yeah. Kinda, All right. Somebody call uh, Q and tell them that uh, we found they need the to, cure for COVID. We, we did it's it. absinthe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Please, please give us credit for yeah. that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what wars the French were actually involved in back in the 1840s but you know giving them absence to prevent malaria sounds suspiciously like me pouring vodka into the cat's water dish to prevent feline aids but okay so follow me on this one what if the absinthe led the french to surrender all the time because they didn't really know where they were true yeah. There might be, we might need to do some military history research because I don't remember how many battles the French lost after whatever it was, 1840. Yeah, that's true. But, mm. but that's kind of when the surrendering started, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the, the colonies, they called for France for help. Then you had the French Revolution. And then mm. after that, it, I think it was this period of time when they started surrendering yeah. in battles all well, the time. Well, the last decent thing they did before that was helping us defeat the British, obviously, in uh, yes. America. Well, no. I mean, it was after that that was the French Revolution. So that was the last thing yeah. they did right. But they surrendered to themselves. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yes. Do you know in England they're called the Cheese-Eating Surrender Monkeys? That's a good name for the French. Cheese-Eating Surrender Monkeys. Yeah. That's... Kind of rolls off the tongue. It does. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So absinthe is approximately 50% stronger than vodka. So I think any of you people out there who smuggle hip flasks into certain establishments, it's quite obvious what you should be kind of smuggling in. Oh, well, that makes total yeah. sense, right? I mean, more bang for your buck. Yeah. So why not, right? Yeah. So Oscar Wilde once said of absinthe, after the first glass of absinthe, you see things 
you wish they were. See things as you wish they were. After the second, you see them as they are not. Finally, you see things as they really are, and that is the most horrible thing in the world. That sounds a bit depressing. Yeah. I thought he was supposed to be all light and gay. Well, not only that, but now you got to be saying to yourself, okay, well, there's definitely a cutoff time for absinthe. Right. Like, you just can't continuously drink it. you got to stop, which point, you know, that old Oscar there is saying, yeah. hey, if you want to see things this way, you drink one, two, but after two... No mass. It'd have been better off having Delta 8, really. Probably. Yeah, it'd have been happier, I think. Mind you, he's also quoted as asking, what difference is there between a glass of absinthe and a sunset? Well, I'm naming a few things, mate, to be honest with you. Well, uh, I don't think absinthe gives off any light, but it can keep you warm. Mm. And I'm pretty sure you can't pour any on a solar panel and get free electricity. We don't know that. I'm actually waging that. That might be a possibility. It could be. Like I mean, if it, yeah, if it's going to cure COVID, then oh. why not provide mm. free energy? So I'm not going to go through the recipe and procedure right at the moment, okay? But if anybody wants to know, look it up on Google. And it's pretty simple to actually make your own absinthe because you can buy the ingredients for it and the process. You don't need a big laboratory or lots of space or anything. And so guess what we're going to do this summer? Oh, we're um, going to have an absinthe-making camp. We're going to invite all the kids from the local middle schools. They're going to come out. They're going to make absinthe and I'm give it wondering, to us. I'm wondering, do we have some kind of contest of who can make the best absinthe? Yeah. I mean, yeah. and then what... So, like, first prize in this mm. contest, right? Yeah. You know, the, the kids from the school, that come out, they make the absinthe. First prize in the contest, they get their absinthe bottled under our label. Right. So now... We had somebody else do the work for us. Now we have private label absinthe. And this kid just takes that as a reward saying, hey, I won this contest at this. And then we make all the money yeah. selling the absinthe. Oh, sounds like God is angry with this idea yes. from the thunder, which is just coming. Or maybe that is uh, Thor's next antagonist, Thurjone. Yeah. Oh, that. Uh, ooh. Oh, see, uh, we know Hollywood has ran out of ideas, yeah. but we don't need to be helping them right now. No. It's not like they're helping us. No, they're not. Now, if Hollywood wants to help us, then yeah, you can have that idea. Yeah. Now, there was actually an anti absinthe movement which started in Europe, and it all started with this guy called Jean Lanfray. You know, it's like one of those French names who. Really says Jean, right. but it's pronounced Jean. Well, so basically, what you're telling me with this is we found the first Karen in the modern century. I mean, this guy must have went out no, there. No, he didn't start it. It was based upon something he did. Oh, yeah. I, I thought he no, started it. No, oh, they haven't okay. named and shamed the person who All started right. it. Okay, but but before you go on though, I mean, we are at least talking about one of those times in history where you didn't need social media, you didn't need any of this. There's going to be a group get behind some kind of movement no yeah. matter what it is, yeah. right? Yeah. That's where you're going with this? Well, I think they were just a bit bored, to be honest, because once you actually listen to the points in it, I don't know if it's enough to start a whole movement, but, mm. you know. True. This is about 10 years 15 years away from the start of World War One, so they didn't really have much else to do. Yeah, yeah. that was a boring time. Yeah, took their mind off it. Gotcha. So the anti-absence movement started when Jean Lanfray from Switzerland murdered his entire family in 1905. Now, it doesn't say how many people were in his family, so I'm not sure whether I'm supposed to be impressed or not, but 
Right. Yeah. yeah. So you caught me off guard with that one because yeah. I thought we were just talking about, you know, somebody yeah. being upset and starting yeah. this movement okay. in this guy's memory. But yeah, I didn't think we were going to be talking about murder. Right. Murder. Murder most foul. Oh. He claimed he didn't recall the events because he was under the influence of absinthe. His lawyers actually used absinthe madness as his defense. The press dubbed it as the absinthe murders. Oh, the absinthe murders. So yeah. that's what started the movement, right? Yeah, yeah. So so you got the media involved, right? And they put yeah. a spin on it and they say, hey, wasn't his fault. Blame it on the absinthe. Yeah. And then guess what? Nobody can have their absinthe anymore. Yeah. That, that's terrible how we spin certain things yeah. but like he was the actually, fact he was actually found guilty though despite oh. that watertight defense well he was found guilty okay i thought he had been found innocent no and then that's where the protest started because no. okay no, i he, got you no he's found guilty and then he hung himself in his prison cell three days later unlike jeffrey epstein true yeah so there was a petition which started this anti-absence movement and it said Absinthe makes you crazy and criminal, provokes epilepsy and tuberculosis, and has killed thousands of French people. How do you get tuberculosis from absinthe? Well, I don't know. It sounded very similar to why California banned plastic straws to me. Oh, yeah, that, no, that's a good point. Yeah. So it took about 95 years for the United States to realize that claim might be a little bit exaggerated and was probably ironically written by somebody who had been drinking absinthe. No. Almost a hundred years yeah. to actually fact check a story. Yeah. When I mean today you put something on the internet and it gets fact checked in like two seconds. Yeah. You know, somebody's got something going with that. So well, we encourage you, if you are of legal age, of course, to go out and try some absinthe and let us know what you think. Send us an email. And that will do it for this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. We appreciate your support, and we will catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd podcast. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, thewolfandtheshepherd.com, to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes when you get a chance. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for additional content. Join us next time for another episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Ooh.